Ever wonder what the dog in your life is thinking? Well, join me, Liz Murdoch, animal communicator, talking with the dogs and finding out what dogs want people in their lives to know and understand. I've spent my life talking and listening to animals. So if you consider yourself a dog person or just happen to have a dog, I'm here to help you learn how to talk or listen to the dogs in your life. I chat with people too, sharing stories and tips on exactly how animal communication or being a dog whisperer makes an impact at home or when working with the dogs. So welcome to Talking with the Dogs podcast, a place where we uncover exactly what dogs want us to know and celebrate that every dog has a story. Welcome to Talking with the Dogs with Lisa Spector and her dog, Gina. Gina, who we can barely see, she's hiding under the grand piano, but you'll come out, I'm sure. Uh, Gina, welcome. You are a black lab. You, uh, well, we'll just leave it that you're her muse and the COO of My Zen Pet. And you've been living with Lisa. You've got some secrets up your sleeve, which we will go into about agility. And Lisa, you are a Juliet trained, Juliet, Juilliard trained classical pianist. And you are now playing for the dogs. Whoever would have thought, how did that get started? Well, first of all, Liz, it's such an honor to be here. Thank you so much. This was not intended, you know, the best things in life appear to happen by accident. And then you look back and think of the synchronicity that happened and never thought my career would go to the dogs and I'd be so happy about it. But it came out of my huge love for dogs and my huge desire to help them. I was a volunteer in shelters and I was a volunteer for guide dogs, puppy, raising a puppy for guide dogs for the blind. I see her tail. Her tail's like, she likes, this is going to be good. She wants in on this. Okay, Gina, that's fine. This is before you were born. And in 2003, I also owned a music school. I'm a professional pianist and I was Uh raised a guide dog puppy and studying about, it had nothing to do with dogs. I was studying about what kinds of music, what kinds of particularly classical music I could use to help focus four-year-old, my class of four-year-olds, I had students ranging in age from four to 94. And Uh in the process of studying what music worked for children, I found that my four-month-old lab puppy I was raising was just chilling out. He was quite rambunctious, and I had a music school, and he had to keep settled, and this music would calm him. It worked on the four-year-olds, and it worked just as well, if not better, on the dog and the puppy, and it's like, I got to look into this. So So I want to stop you right there because people ask me about tuning into their dogs and how do you understand your dog? And this is a great example that you started by noticing something about your dog. It was responsive to your music and you noticed it and you didn't just go, ha ha, that's interesting, but you followed that. And so for anyone listening, who's exploring intuition and how you connect with your dog, this is a prime example of somebody who noticed something about her dog. It was reacting in an interesting way to her music. And so she followed that. And for some people it has to do with other things, but for Elisa and um, her puppy, this is how it, uh, something huge got started. So go on. So you notice your four month old puppy was responsive to your classical music. And so what happened? Well, and I will add to that. Thank you. Okay. For that. 
compliment. And I will add to that, that I've had dogs my whole life and always it always came by my side when I was playing the piano. So that part wasn't unusual at all. Okay. Even family dog growing up was a Cocker Spaniel and the last two years of her senior life, she was deaf and she would come from anywhere in the house to come by she me. She could feel her. the vibration or something. Or vibration. Yeah. So with Sanchez, it was more of noticing the difference because I play the piano hours every day and right. I play monoff and big pieces is, is more about noticing the difference between certain kinds of classical music. Ah, and yes. well, that matters. A certain prescription of classical music that worked, that's what really got my attention. Okay. There, and I didn't even know this at the time, but then I got into this world and I uh, connected with a veterinary neurologist who ran a research study and a lot of things developed out of that. But I didn't know at the time that there had been research that showed that classical music compared to other kinds of music and compared to TV and compared mm -hmm. to work with no sound, calm dogs. The challenge is that people don't understand what classical music is. It's mm -hmm. just like saying, saying all classical music works is saying like it doesn't matter whether you're driving cross country in a ford pickup truck or a bmw you're gonna have the same experience they're just they're four wheels this is what they have in common and they get you from one destination to another but they're very very different it could be one person instrument it could be a 140 piece orchestra and if you're putting on your classical music station or your app that has your classical music station guaranteed you that at three in the afternoon they're going to be putting on music to charge your nervous system when you're tired in the afternoon they're not going to be putting on music to de discharge or decharge your nervous mm -hmm. system what you want for dogs when you're relieving anxiety issues, when they're home alone, when they're, when you just want to keep them calm and settled. Right. So that's what I got, learned a lot about and spent a 10 year history developing. I love it, especially because so many people are looking for the science-based information when it comes to our dogs now. That's very important and popular. So it's great that you have science behind you. And Gina, we do see you in the background and I'm getting a hit. Like I thought this was about me. It is, but we want to help the other dogs, Gina. That's part of the podcast is helping what other dogs would want their people to know. So uh, we want listeners doesn't to doesn't know that all dogs don't have this. <laughs> no, no. All dogs do not have a grand piano and they are lucky to be allowed to sit under the table, let alone the piano. So, okay. I love this. So you spent years doing this and now you are launching a podcast and I know you're on clubhouse because you are playing like mini concerts on clubhouse for our dogs, right? Exactly. Yeah. I wanted, I know some people listen to this while they're driving. So we want to make sure they know it's my Zen pet, right? Yeah. So I'm rebranding my new company mm -hmm. now is my Zen pet yeah. started with dog music. And the first albums coming out are dog gone calm. Oh gosh, that's cute. So, okay. So we're not ending. We're just getting started. Gina, we want to give you a chance to say a little something and yes, Lisa's going to play, but Gina, what is it that you would like people to know who are listening? Okay. So she wants them to know first off, and I do know this about this, Lisa shared about the agility, but Gina wants people to know that her life is not always sitting around listening to music, that she's sort of proud that she's an agility champion, that um, oh, wow. Okay. So she says that because she's able to have her calm time, that's natural calm time, 
that allows her to live her best life and do the agility. Oh, wow. That's interesting because when she relaxes, I feel it in my body. For those who like to know, I get a feeling of my body just relaxing. She, it's like having a massage with a pro somebody who, or energy healing session where you're just so relaxed. She gets so relaxed that her muscles, it's like every cell of hers relaxed. And it, it keeps her young. So I guess she's saying, ask my doctor, is, what does the doctor say? Well, she's t- she says, the doctor is so impressed with how youthful her, she is. And Gina's attributing this. And she wants people to know that when this stuff works, that when, and I'm not being paid to say this. So that, because I feel her body, it's like the cells get to just go into this restful state that they're, it's like they're not aging. Wow. So that's, Seriously, that's what I'm feeling. I know you're reacting. I want to hear what you say, but I'm just like, there's more, Gina, I know. It's like her whole body, it's like, it's almost like frozen in a time warp in relaxation when you're playing. So that when you're done and it thaws and she sort of comes back, perks up, as she says, she's able to take off. And I guess she says that people have commented that she is not like a 12-year-old. And she is attributing that to this, music that like puts her in this homeostasis kind of state okay wow so what do you what do you know about that lisa i just i love this i love this so my holistic vet tells me she's going to be 12 in two months Uh she's agility she got her second agility championship at age 10 we're starting up trials again, which we're entered for next weekend. Oh, wow. And just like she's running in class better than ever. So she hasn't been in a trial in over a year. We'll see. But my holistic vet tells me that she's the only lab she's ever had this age that has zero signs of arthritis. And I'm like, did I just get lucky? You know, is it because no, she's- I can feel, I feel it as an intuitive in her body that it's like, if she goes back in time, she rests. Those cells get a rest. And I've, I love hearing this because I've always said she just has a good off switch. Like she can go on and she can go off. And I, you know, I love that because she's such a good, you know, companion at home. And then she, I mean, it took me training to get, you know, took years to figure out the focus of that energy because she was much more energetic, you know, when she was younger, but, but you get her to the field and she's just, or you throw a Frisbee in a ball and she's just like, people think she's 11 months, not 11 years. Yeah, no. So she's corrected you about the off switch and she wants, she's like very serious. Okay. So an off switch would mean like the body's not working, but she's clarifying because she wants people to know this who are who are taking this seriously, this talking to the dog stuff, that the dog is saying, sharing with me that it's not an off switch, that when she's able to rest, that her body is able to recharge. And it's like a cleansing that the music allows the cells to, okay. So I guess when, when people in a lab take like a cell or something and it regrows or something, it, and I'm not a scientist clearly because I'm not using the right words, but I'm getting this from a dog. So bear with me that the, 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 when she's not turned off, when she's resting, her body is like her subconscious is able to do its own thing. And it's like our bodies know how to regenerate. It's like, it knows how to heal. And so it's like my fingers, it's like the cells is what I'm getting this feeling. The cells are working and they're, they're, because they're at the body's in rest state, all the cells need to do in her body need to be healthy so they can purge what they don't need. I bet she drinks a lot of water. Um, 
she and she, and she, she drink water often but when she drinks it she drinks a bit she loves coconut water that's her thing so if she, i need her to drink water then i yeah. add a little coconut water into her water but it's so interesting what you're saying because she's always she just lifted her eyes she's always been different than other dogs i've had that she in her bed resting a lot but she's not sleeping a lot no she's not off she's body's working what yeah it's like she's meditating she's letting she's like getting out of the way and letting her body heal it's like have you if anyone's had a baby and they you see when a baby is like a newborn and they they their nails grow so fast they scratch their face sometimes and i remember watching my daughter's face heal like right in front of me because that's babies heal so quickly when they have a little scratch and when she goes into that what you called off state, but it's like recharge state when she's allowed to rest. It's like when we do yoga or whatever we do, like I'll start to yawn because my body is allowed to do what it wants on its own. We get out of the way of controlling it and we let it do. And that's what she does. That's it's also interesting because that's why I call this new brand, my Zen pet. Because mm -hmm. I look at it like we do yoga, we drink green tea, we meditate, but how do we provide that for our beloved dogs and kind of what you're telling me is like it's through the music and through what she's doing yeah so i think a lot of dogs do i talked to a couple once at a, an event i do events and so i was talking with this couple and for whatever reason i started with the man and i said this is what your dog is saying specifically to you i'd done a general session about your dog and i said okay now for you and then i turned to the woman and i said oh wow your dog says there's something really special about the music you play in your house and this was the first conversation where music came up with a dog and they got this funny look and I go, no, seriously. Cause I was like interpreting, which I, I really try not to do. I was like, the, the dog is saying there's something about music in your house, but yours is really unique. And it, well, it turns out she's a class the husband finally goes, she's a classical violinist. I had no idea. I knew nothing about these people, but the dog had gone on and on about her music and the house and how unusual it was. It's not like most houses. So yes, dogs, any living being we have our different things that we gravitate to and music my zen pet um i've heard it on clubhouse it's wonderful folks and my dogs love it but what gina's saying is even that that we eat even within their music dogs will have favorite pieces and she's saying like, I, you, I guess you, Lisa, know what her favorite pieces are depending on her mood. Can you talk about that? Yeah. So I have been around a lot of dogs and I used to tour playing concerts and I have, I believe you cannot say all dogs love this, but you know, they're all and on unique situations one in particular I was touring I was up in Grass Valley and I was playing with orchestra and I was playing the Greek piano concerto and I swear this Dalmatian I've never seen anything like it and that convinced me well it's possible then so one is he would leave the room when I was ever I was playing Bach and Mozart and when I was playing the, the opening of the Greek concerto he would come running and just start howling oh, Love those. Now I haven't found any like it's more. It's not about recognizing a certain tune for mm -hmm. her 
But when I feel that bonding experience, and there's a particular piece that we have that because she listened to it as my recording of it. When she was at the vets, she was younger and it was an emergency and she had to stay overnight and she ate something. She was allowed to mention, you know, and it all worked out fine. But there were a few hours where I wasn't sure she was going to make it. Right. And so, and I basically had this private time with her to like say goodbye, just in case it was goodbye. Luckily, you know, this was. Yeah, it was not longer. goodbye. It all worked out fine. But that piece to me is like, I hear and I just, I play it and I feel this immediate bonding experience. So I've always, does she feel that? Yeah, well, so I get she feels it because of she's feeling you. It's more meaningful to you because she's sort of like, I knew I was going to get through it. She really sees herself as a sturdy dog as much as she, oh gosh, she's funny. As much as, as, as much as I like pretty music, she's also very sturdy. But she says she does have her favorites and maybe you haven't noticed. So yeah, I'm pushing back, but she does. She has like two different pieces. One that's more um, vigorous is the word. And then she's got one that lulls her more when she's really tired that helps her. Have you noticed that? Um, it's okay if you have. Yeah, I just noticed she likes it when I play piano. And, you know, she, I'm very into encouraging p people, your listeners, uh -huh. to observe your dog's behavior around sound sources. Yeah. Do they go near the speakers? Do they go near the piano? She's got, I live in a small place. She's got three dog beds. So she's got her choice of where she right. goes. But she has kind of trained herself just on cue. I put up the tripod and the, and the device and she just goes there. I don't even ask her anymore. She knows, so, yeah. yeah. So she, I, she loves attention. If you see her ability championship run and watch afterwards her winner circle and everyone's cheering for her, she just picks up speed because it's all about me. This is fantastic. No, that's she loves that. Yeah. So thank you so much for sharing all this. So I'm getting from her. She wants you to play now. People are listening. You're right. Okay. Let's give them a demo. So what should we say? So if someone's driving, they know you're going to play a, a piece. Do you, is there anything you want to introduce why you're choosing this piece? Yeah. So this is an arrangement of a Vivaldi. You talked about violin. It's a very famous violin piece. However, the, for, uh, this, um, spring from four seasons. However, Vivaldi is a very high register instrument and high frequencies have been shown to charge the canine nervous system. Now, it doesn't surprise me that in a, in a dog household, a dog would go towards their person who's playing the violin, which is different than just having stereo on of the violin because they're, you know, dogs like to be near us. And this is an arrangement of the Vivaldi for left hand only. So left hand the, my left hand plays the bass in this case, and it's lower frequencies. Lower frequencies have been proven to relieve anxiety issues in dogs. Now, I'm also, I discovered, I knew that about lower frequencies, but I spent two years only playing concert repertoire on my left hand because I badly injured my right hand. And I was actually was told I would never play piano again after four surgeries, seven TL7 fractures. I am playing full concerts with two hands. But in the process, when I was starting to do this, it's like, Oh yeah, I brought back all my dog music knowledge. It's like lower frequencies calm the canine nervous system. No wonder this works. So you're going to hear a lot of lower frequencies and in this arrangement that I made of the Vivaldi Four Street Seasons for violin and, and orchestra. Okay, well, thank you so much.
Wow. Yay. That is so pretty. That is just so beautiful. And I loved how she got up and turned around into her favorite position that she does that you told me about. Right. I, I, you know, she's got the other dog beds and I, I'm very, I'm a little bit like the sound police around sound and dogs because I know how, how harmful that can be. So that's why I give her the options. And I've always kind of wondered, is it too much bass? Is it too much sound right here for her? And I'm giving her that choice. She has the choice. Yes. That's, that's great. It's interesting too. Again, when you talk about, you know, in, in my work, intuition and honoring knowings and how your right hand was injured. And so you went with your left hand and it became a gift and you just sort of followed. Ah, I knew that the, the, lower keys are good anyway I'll just do this and look what it's led to with your work and making a difference in the world so I just again planting a seed for anyone listening to trust where you're being led to with um, whatever's going on in your life with your dog too exactly and my music team professionally on just play on no matter what make music put your heart first and the rest just let the rest fall into place that's right. That's right. Okay. So Gina, I'm going to ask you, hello, Gina. And she's like, her body's working. She says, I've said what I've had to say that our dogs, um, it's like sometimes just leave us alone is what I'm getting from her is just leave us alone. Um, some of the time she's, she's an agility champion at some times, but she's also a dog who needs her rest. And I guess what I'm getting, I know there's a lot of talk about you know, our pandemic puppies and dogs and Gina's offering like reassurance that these dogs do need to be left alone sometimes. And we don't need to have anxiety about leaving them alone to do what Gina's doing, resting. Well, it's interesting because one of the most interesting seminars I ever went to from a dog trainer was a woman who worked transitioning sheltered dogs to the home environment. And the Uh first thing she taught the people was teach your dog to do nothing. Yeah. Because we spend so much time needing to do nothing. That's what we need them to do a lot of the time. And this music is a great accompaniment to doing nothing. Okay. So tell people again where to find this music, My Zen Pet. We will have all the information in the show notes. Lisa? So myzenpet.com has a free 19-minute playlist waiting for you and your dogs. Mm-hmm. And it's not even a download. You just click it and, and you get the music right away. Right. Uh, I am launching the first podcast, podcast. Perfect. <laughs> with music for pets and their people. And you'll find that around April 9th. 9th yes. will be launching. And that is My Zen Pet Podcast. And then also at the end of April, it will be on your streaming channels where you where you listen to your music. I'll work with it. Thank you. And I will have it in my show notes and on talking with the dogs on Instagram. We'll make it easy to find because Lisa and I both want the dogs to have the chance to relax and maybe even some people too. So thank you, Lisa, so much for being on Talking with the Dogs. I'm so excited for what's coming for you, your piano playing, and for the dogs. Thank you so much, Liz. It's been such an honor. (laughs) You're welcome. Thanks for joining me today at Talking with the Dogs. If you'd like to work with me and find out what your dog wants you to know, both at home and in the workplace, go to talkingwiththedogs.com, book a session, or sign up for a workshop. Either way, I hope you'll talk and listen to your dog.